welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to activespirituality.life with Pamela Cuchinell and Susie Mazzoli here for you every week for years and years and years and years now. Pam's going to let us know all about the week in store, and then I'll be back for our little meditation. So we're in the waxing moon cycle after that fabulous Capricorn new moon last week that really has propelled us into energy that has to do with realization of goals. Now, those of us who really mapped out those goals and were pretty clear on where we wanted to take the next couple of weeks, couple of months, this year, we are moving with the energy towards that. Others, maybe it's still taking shape. It's not as though you missed the boat on this. However, it would be really good (laughs) to sink into the energy of January 15th, uh, Martin Luther King Day in the United States. want to acknowledge that great teacher, but also... Uh, On this day, we have a nice momentum to move forward with that very, not only decisive energy, but really convicted energy. The thing about this swing that we're in, if we want to take advantage of it, is to really slough off all that old material, that heaviness from Pluto and Capricorn that we've been going through since 2008. Uh, Pluto will go into Aquarius very shortly. I'm going to be talking about that in a few minutes. But we are moving past all the grief, all the ugliness, all the resistance, to learn what doesn't work with very firm routines, structures, intractable ways of doing life. I mean, there's with with all the signs, with all the planets, I mean, all these all these archetypes, symbols, are indicative of parts of the psyche, which then spill out to parts of the universe. I mean, basically, your your psyche, the, the way each human being moves through life, is a microcosm of the greater universe. And that's why... It's so important not to 
Well, there, there's two ways of looking at this. I mean, we don't want to get so ego-invested that we feel like we're, we're so important. And yet, on the other hand, each human takes, when they take responsibility for their impact on the world, is, is having a reverberating effect So, you know, it's not that we want egos blown out of proportion, like I could mention a few names, which I'm not going to do. (laughs) And then it's it's like, oh, my God, you know, this this human being is dictating the course of the planet or certainly my news cycle. But we do want to recognize that as we move through the our day, we are having a ripple effect impact on everyone. So getting cranky with the person who gives you coffee in the morning or as you move through a commute, is it has an impact. Uh, letting someone who's cranky at you upset your day has an impact. We are continually making decisions throughout our day, very, very subtle decisions on if we're going to get sucked in to someone else's story. So the moon is in the sign of Pisces on the 15th. And it is in the morning, those of us especially who are sensitive to Uh, moon, Venus, hard uh, pictures. So that means those of us who maybe were born with or are particularly sensitive to dynamics that have to do with uh, if my needs are getting met, I'm not getting what I want. If I get what I want, my needs aren't getting met. This is something just to work through to recognize, to see. It's a quick moving transit. The overall energy of the day has so much to do with creative response to transformation. So what is is your creative response to transformation? Because we're all in this amazing transformational time. So how can we work with it creatively? And it can be incredibly exciting, no matter how quiet that realization is. Whatever little decision you make throughout the day, decide joy. Joy is a choice. So am I going to am I going to be totally bummed out because I asked for uh, black coffee and somebody put milk in it. Well, yeah, actually, that could bum me out. <laughs> Especially if I'm lactose intolerant. Or maybe I give that coffee to a coworker and they needed the lift. So how do we choose joy? How do we how do we make it better? And the day is particularly juicy and creative when we get into late afternoon until the end of the day. This is, this is like a real power surge. And it doesn't mean, oh, I'm going to feel like I can run three miles to, uh, today, if usually I 
I run half a mile. Uh, I mean, maybe it does, but it has more to do with this just kind of thrust of energy that comes through. Now, I put a lot of emphasis on Monday <laughs> because once the moon goes void, of course, at 11.33 p.m. Eastern Time, then we start to get into bumpier energy. Uh, what happens is the moon enters Aries at 11.49 p.m. that evening Eastern Time. So you're going to want to adjust depending on where you are on the planet. And then what happens is we're in bumpier energy. And what I mean by that is that Aries moon is it's asking us to move. It wants to do things. It, it can be very hot. Those of us who have air and fire in our horoscope are going to get that restlessness that we get, that sense of I want to do, I want to make something happen. Uh, Monday evening, by the time this happens, it's a wind-down time, but maybe not for night owls. And it really is better to let your body rest and come up the next day with that desire to move. Now, what happens on the 16th is that desire to move can feel very thwarted. And tempers can be high, especially when we get into the afternoon. So, so find healthy channels for that desire to do if you're thwarted in some way. Um, put the energy out in a positive way. Uh, swim laps, uh, dance, whatever you need to do to discharge it. Because... When you discharge it in a healthy way, then you have this kind of uh, more, uh, how to put it, uh, um, energy that's more coasting. Whereas the, the full throttle thrust, if it's not able to be channeled into something that you want to channel into or positive, then it can... You know, it can implode or it can explode or, or you can, you know, you can say something you don't want to say or have the backlash of somebody else's stuff. So we want to move past that if we can because it's not, it's obviously not helpful. That tamps down once we get into early evening and we can be much more constructive with that energy thrust, as I call it. Um, it. It's not that this is a bad day. It's just we have to be aware that there is a potential for power struggles. And sometimes, you know, that's just appropriate ground. That's where we are. So we want to navigate that and be able to work with it as constructively as possible. And that theme continues into the 17th. The 17th doesn't have the same volatility that the 16th had. So therefore, we can continue to be constructive within those power struggles. And sometimes those power struggles are in within self. Um, this is the time of year. It's January. A lot of people make resolutions. A, a lot of people decide to do a dry January, kind of uh, wean out of substances. So this can be a tension time 
for those of us who are working through that kind of exercise. Um, that can be just a metaphor for other things that are going on in your life, things that you are uh, working with, either internally or externally, that create those kind of blocks or sense of how do I get through this impenetrable force. And sometimes the way to get through, quote, an impenetrable force (laughs) is to decide, well, how are you going to work with it? Because if you can't power through it, then how do you work with it? How do you understand it differently? And because what I'm looking at is a picture with Pluto, oftentimes I talk about when somebody has strong Pluto in their horoscope or Scorpio, um, especially if there's a strong Mars influence or Saturn, it's really important that we work on healthy routines. Because what happens with people who are very plutonic or scorpionic is, and I'll use the royal we, because we all have it somewhere in our horoscope. But yes, uh, in total candor, I definitely have it. Uh, So those of us who have these strong placements, uh, we are people who get into uh, passions, obsessions, uh, can be addictions. And so I always stress what we want to look for are healthy routines, healthy passions. How do we channel that into something that really ignites that desire, because that's what it's about, in a way that's healthier. And so if you're feeling off, regardless of how plutonic or scorpionic you naturally are, uh, just energetically, many of us are dealing with this because of transits and other things going on. Think about, okay, so how can I power this into a healthy passion? What may be? the thing that happens for me. Um, Yeah. And on the 18th, the moon goes void, of course, at 3.03 a.m. in the wee hours. And then we've passed that kind of um, bumpy part. And it enters Taurus at 3.12 a.m., the moon does. And once it's in Taurus, now we're in a really lovely juicy couple of days. Uh, If you were able to kind of get into that healthy channel of where you're you're putting your passion and routine and ritual, that's another word I use a lot uh, for this way. What are healthier rituals? Uh, I remember Oh, God, decades ago when I was transitioning out of very unhealthy behaviors, I discovered lavender tea, lavender and rosemary tea. Uh, You know, it's these can be very healthy rituals. (laughs) So we move into this Taurus energy of the moon, and the moon in Taurus really wants us to slow down and savor. So what do you want to slow down and savor with on the 18th and 19th? 
and it can be work. Uh, I mean, some of us, I, I am the first to admit it, some of us really thrive on work. We like to work. So it's good to find work that is rewarding, healthy, et cetera, et cetera. And that might be what you sink into. Others may just need, okay, I need a couple of personal days or whatever it is to really help recharge and thrive. But I see the 18th and 19th as highly productive days, whether you're just totally zoning out or you're totally zoning in. These are days when so much can be accomplished. And the other thing to mention is that on the 18th, which is Thursday, Eastern Time Zone, the mid-afternoon is particularly auspicious. That's when you can make those really wonderful connections, either with someone you've been working to meet or seek out or have a conversation with or the connections within yourself. Again, just very, very creative, auspicious, high, abundant time. And the 19th, we get into very nice uh, productivity as of... uh, mid-afternoon into evening. This is just fabulous. Invest in whatever you want to see grow. And uh, I'm not saying, like, take all your money and stick it into a stock. (laughs) Unless you really know what you're doing. (laughs) But, uh, But overall, just Invest your time, invest your energy, invest your love, invest your creative output in something you really want to see grow. Fabulous for that. And that spills into the early morning hours of the 20th, Saturday. Now, Saturday the 20th is a really big day because a lot of things are happening. First, the sun enters Aquarius. And that happens at 9.07 a.m. Eastern Time. The moon enters Gemini at 8.58 a.m. So it goes, it had gone void, of course, let me mention that, at 8.57 a.m. Now, one thing those of you who really listen to the voids may be noticing is that the void, of course, is very, very narrow right now. So when I say 8.57 a.m., the moon goes void. Um, It, a minute later, enters Pluto, goes into Aquarius at 7.50 p.m. Eastern Time. We have early degree fixed, and so not to get into too much jargon, but what's happening is that the uh, void of courses will be very short for a while, depending on what sign the moon is in. So Pluto and Aquarius, I do a lot more about on, I'm going to do a longer podcast that specifically is about that. But pretty much what we will be experiencing is a continued 
seemingly craziness as stuff goes up, stuff goes down, people say this, people say that. But what we're seeing is we will be seeing a reaction, correction, realignment that will continue for years. But it 2024, and again, the podcast will go more into that, <laughs> will take us through the what has been a very uncomfortable journey into where we need to go next. And that's why I so much emphasize the importance of each of us, each human being, making decisions for joy, purging out a sense of anger, a sense of helplessness, a sense of what the heck, and embracing more the beauty, the moment, the presence, and the potential that is possible. So once the moon goes void, of course, and and then it enters um, Gemini. So today's going to be... The Saturday the 20th is going to be boom, 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 like so much going on, so much in the news, so much happening, people calling you, uh, direct messages, texts. Uh, my, <laughs> my advice, or is uh, rather how I'm going to deal with all of this, <laughs> is to take everything as this is a moment, it's not forever. And just to see what comes up, see how I'm reacting, decide how I want to respond, and choose joy. So that's Saturday 20th, and it goes into Sunday the 21st. And the gravy that happens on Sunday the 21st, if you've been (laughs) aiming more for joy, (laughs) is that by mid-afternoon, many of us, or those who did, will feel this sense of, okay, okay, I can do this. I absolutely can do this for myself and the people I love and all will be well. And now I turn it over to Susie. Okay, everyone, let's go down, down, deep, deep, deep into our meditation. I invite you to find a place of peace, a place of quiet, a place of solitude, and just take a few deeper breaths and allow yourself to arrive. And deep, deep within every, every single being, there is joy, fundamental joy. 
absolute joy, boundless joy, the type of joy that is just intrinsic to life. And many of us experience joy all the time. It comes very naturally to us. It's something that we might just have happen all the time every day. And probably most of us aren't in that state all the time, have a bit of it here and there. And then there are others that really struggle to find joy in anything or in their life at all due to the circumstances, due to their suffering, due to their seeing of suffering around them. So let's just take as a, just as a precept now, we accept and understand that above and beyond everything that is, that is happening, that has happened, that will happen, that deep within me, deep within every single one of us, just as we are intrinsically human, that we intrinsically have joy. You might disagree with that, you might agree, but just for the sake of our meditation, let's just take that as a fact right now. Each and every one of us has joy within us, has the essence of happiness within us. And as we access that happiness, that joy, let us know that it is individual to us, that it is a part of me. It is a part of my consciousness. It is a part of my soul, my spirit, part of my life. Just as the lungs breathe, just as the heart pumps, just as the neurons fire, so too is happiness intrinsic to us, intrinsic to the very core of our being. Allow yourself to just peel away the layers and right in the very center of your being find that joy. Find the joy that is just like a natural spring, like a spring of water erupting from the ground. It is there by itself. It is not attached to anything. It is not attached to an experience. It is not attached to a person. It is not attached to a thing. It is not the result of something. It simply is a state of being.
And that one is maybe a hard nut for us all to crack, to find the naturally erupting happiness that comes from within, that is not attached to anything outside of us, not attached to an experience, not attached to another being, but just is. Pure joy. And we could say that it is the result simply of chemicals running around in our body, the chemicals that our brain is producing. And one might say that, well, I don't have those chemicals. When they were handing those out at school, I, I was at home and I missed out. So we can create those chemicals. Let us work on creating the happiness within us. Let's get that chemical factory going within us. Let it come from this eruption or this motivation within us to be happy, knowing full well that when we are happy, others notice, and it sure does rub off. It's kind of contagious. So it's well within our scope of being spiritual beings to create happiness from within and to allow that happiness to spread. See what we can do now to motivate ourselves in that direction. And it doesn't matter what our situation is, even if we are in a very difficult situation in our own life or in that around us, happiness can be very peaceful, just simply friendly, just without even speaking. It's a frequency. It's a way of being. It's when we are generous with our spirit. It's when we are non-judgmental. It's when we show compassion. Just imagine all of those states of joy, all of those states of happiness and allow them to multiply. Visualize that there are beams of light coming out of you, going in all directions around you. And in each one of those beams of light, there are millions and billions of you, smiling, happy, joyful. Visualize that you are sending out 
millions of happy beings into the world around you, sharing joy, sharing the joy of life. Simply smiling. Such an incredible opportunity for us every day to be in this state of joy. And as we take a few deeper breaths and slowly come out of our meditation, Let's retain this pose. Let's retain this information. And let's come back to it daily, 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 reminding our brain to produce these chemicals, reminding our body to really enjoy this state. Gently taking a few deeper breaths and opening our eyes. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much, Pam, for the excellent, as always, forecast. And we will be with you next week. Lots of love. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of ActiveSpirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.